So a lot of people ask me on my social media channels like Instagram, etc. So hey Patrick, what can I do? I'm bloating like crazy, my face, my tummy, everything. I'm looking like an elephant. So what can I do for that? And in this episode now, we're gonna get this sorted once and for all. Uh, thank you for tuning into my channel. My name is Patrick Amadeu and I release valuable content to help people who are unhappy, who are unhealthy, who are tired all the time, who are struggling with their weight and physique. And because of all that, they are struggling with their confidence and maybe even with their relationship. So if you can relate to any of that and you're looking to crush it, you want to crush it, then make sure to subscribe to my channel so you never miss out on new content again. Now, Let's get started with today's show, which happens to be episode number four. And let's go back to the question, how the heck can we tackle this bloating once and for all? So there's two completely different things that are causing your bloating. And I have so many people that hit me up on Instagram, as I said before, with comments like, oh my gosh, you know, my tummy is bloating, my face is bloating, I'm looking like a moon. And how the heck can I get rid of all this shit? Quite honestly, we have to address that there's two different things that are causing those, those bloatings. And what usually causes, causes facial bloating has to do more so with dehydration and minerals. So I'm gonna get into that first, and then we will talk about the causes for abdominal bloating. And of course, I give you all the solutions to it as well. All right, so first off, let's talk about facial bloat. And how many times have you woken up in the morning and you look in the mirror, and you say, oh my gosh, what the heck is happening? I feel and I look like, like a moon face. So, mm. And you just don't look the way how you normally look. And I'm not being totally self-absorbed when I say this, but I'm in front of a camera a lot. And if I look in the mirror and I see my facial bloat, it throws off my day. As I don't want to look like that. And I'm pretty sure I speak for a lot of people when I say that you probably feel the same. Well, it has to do more than anything with dehydrating throughout our sleep. And this affects our face simply because we generally tend to retain water in our face first. So you see, when you start to get dehydrated, at the very beginning of dehydration is when you're gonna see the most facial bloat. And as you get more and more and more dehydrated, the facial bloat actually goes away. And that means the facial bloat is sort of last resort for your body to try to hold on to water. So a lot of people don't realize that when you get dehydrated, your body holds on to water. And normally your kidneys are excreting minerals and water that you're consuming throughout the day. But if you're not bringing in enough water into your body and you're not excreting it, your kidneys aren't working. They communicate with your brain to try to hold on to water in order to preserve it. And it just so happens that the face is the first place that we see that. And you're gonna end up like this. Mm. So what I'm trying to say here is that let your face tell you that you're on your way to getting more and more and more dehydrated. And some people just let it go so much further past that, that eventually the facial blood goes away. And I think, oh, awesome. No, but they're actually even more dehydrated. So when your face is super bloated, this is the early stage of dehydration. But there's another reason that this can happen as well. And it has to do with way too much what I call unopposed sodium. And unopposed sodium is not just having high amounts of salt. And look, salt is not your enemy. Far from it. 
What is the enemy is pure, absolute, unopposed sodium, which means things like iodized salts that don't have other minerals to balance it out. You see, sodium needs potassium and sodium needs magnesium to balance it out because sodium is what is known as something that is osmotic. Now, osmotic means that it's going to shift water. So if you have high amounts of sodium and low amounts of water, you're already starting to be dehydrated. And that little water that is left is going to get shifted into your cells. And a lot of times that makes you looking like a moon face. Mm. So how do you counteract that? Well, step one is using a balanced salt means you should be using something like truffle salt, pink Himalayan salt or sea salt. However, if you watch recent news now in 2020, you probably know that even sea salt is contaminated with a lot of plastic. So basically, truffle salt or Himalayan salt is the way to go, nothing else. The other thing that you're going to want to do first when you start to see a little bit of facial bloating coming on is that you want to consume some cream of tartar just because it contains a high amount of potassium and it's a byproduct of winemaking and it's really very easy to add with water etc and just mix it a little bit with water and you barely taste it but you will be getting about 475 milligrams of potassium in just one teaspoon and that's going to help balance out that unopposed sodium. But again, once you start consuming the right kind of sodium, you're going to be just fine. And just on a side note, if you do have kidney problems, really be careful with potassium. In this case, I urge you to seek medical attention first and get that sorted with your GP. And here's a general rule of thumb that I want you to follow for how much sodium you should have, for how much water you should have. And I usually recommend consuming about a teaspoon of quality salt for every three to three and a half liters of water. That equals about a gallon of water, depending on how active you are. And your body is first going to excrete a lot of the other minerals before it excretes sodium. And your body is going to hold on to that sodium pretty damn rapidly. Now, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of other things that can attribute to facial bloating, but really the salt thing, this is the most common reason. Okay, now let's talk about stomach bloat. And stomach bloat is usually caused from something digestive or something gas or intestinal related. And most of the time it has to do with the poor breakdown of certain foods, particularly what are known as food map. And it stands for fermentable, oligosaccharides, disaccharides, monosaccharides, and polyols. Sorry for my accent. I never know how to pronounce this, but anyway, you see it in the captions anyway, so that should be all right. <laughs> so basically what that means is that different kinds of sugars don't break down well. And of course, sugar alcohols like polyols, they don't break down very well either. And what happens is they don't digest in your system. They basically just go through your colon and they ferment. And that creates a bunch of gas like hydrogen and methane. And that's going to make you feel bloated like crazy. That makes you look distended like crazy. And it may not make you look puffy or so, but it's going to make you feel totally, totally like you're not fitting in your pants anymore. And you're like super bloated and you're like pregnant in your like 18th month. So the questions now are what causes this specifically? What should we do about it? And what should we do to avoid it? Now, first things first, don't consume raw veggies. Raw broccoli, raw cabbage, that can be an absolute nightmare when it comes down to stomach bloating and distension. So what we want to do is we want to steam them. And even if it's just for a little bit, veggies to begin with are rich in fiber. But in addition to that, they contain a sugar known as raffinose. 
Now, this raffinose, we actually like the, in, the enzyme to break that down. So what it does it, is it ends up transferring through our small intestine right into our colon, and then from there, the bacteria that's in our colon tries to break it down. And it produces a ton of hydrogen. A little bit of methane, but mostly hydrogen. And that's why you get super gassy and you can smell it very well as well. <laughs> so cabbage is even higher in raffinose. And if you ever noticed, cabbage is a little bit sweeter than broccoli. And that's purely because of the raffinose. So what do you do besides steaming the veggies? Because steaming it, you're still going to have the raffinose and you might find you still get bloated. Well, look, here's a quick solution for you. Like, maybe you've seen sauerkraut, and if not, Google it. Well, you know, what if I told you you could actually ferment your broccoli in the same way and get a lot, lot of more nutrients from the broccoli? So all you're going to do is you make a brine solution first. Means you're going to take like two liters or half a gallon of water, maybe even a bit less, and you're going to put about three to six tablespoons of good quality sodium in there. Means, always I'm talking about pink Himalayan salt or truffle salt. And then you're additionally going to add two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. And that's going to enhance the mineral uptake of the broccoli when you actually eat it. Then all you want to do is you want to totally submerge the broccoli and you're going to let it sit there for about 24 to 48 hours. And that's really all you need to start the fermentation process. This fermentation process breaks down the raffinose, which we can break down in our, in our intestines. So, then you're still getting all the minerals, all the benefits of the broccoli, but without the raffinose and without the fibers that are so hard to break down for some people. By doing this, you have the perfect combination that's going to help your facial bloat and it's going to help your digestive bloat as well. And simply because you're getting the right mineral balance, the right mineral uptake and your pre-digestive veggies as well. So as always, keep it locked in here in my channel and make sure that you comment and let me know what other videos you want to see in the future just to make sure that I can give you what you really want. And if you love this episode, please, please, please share it with someone you know. And please do me a favor. As I said, if you love this episode or any other episode, please give me a quick like and a review down in the comment section. It's really, really greatly appreciated because the more comments and the more likes you get here in a short period of time, the more this episode gets boosted by the algorithm and the more people will find this content organically. And that means you are helping people as well. And I really appreciate it if you could do that for me. And I actually appreciate more than you can imagine. Now, you'll find a transcript of this episode below in the comment section as well. I talk to you in the next episode and bye for now.